Welcome to the Gymnastics Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy gymnasts who know how to win. Let's get started. everybody. Welcome. This is Coach Allie. I'm here with Coach Stacy. This is our first episode in January where we're talking about competing with confidence. And first, I wanted to make an announcement. We are officially Gymnastics Mindset Academy. So excited. I know a lot of you have been following us with Athletes Mindset Academy. If you've been listening, you've realized we've really been just talking about gymnasts and two gymnastics coaches for the past few months and um, realized that that's most of our audience right now. So we really just want to connect with you and become Gymnastics Mindset Academy, but we have the same great coaches, same great program, and we are super excited about this change. So Last month, we talked about how to believe something new and that leads great into this month, which is compete with confidence, because really in order to start competing with confidence, you need to learn how to believe new things. So you're going to use those tools to help you get to compete with confidence. Now we're going to talk about confidence a little bit differently, probably than what you are used to, because we like to teach a little bit more about self-confidence and the difference between confidence and self-confidence. And we're going to talk a lot more about that coming up in the next few episodes. We have three pillars of self-confidence that are going to help you create this really great trusting yourself and having your own back and ability to be confident in yourself no matter what. But this week, we're going to start with self-worth because that's a huge component of confidence because you are 100% worthy as a human being, as a person. You are born that way and self-worth never changes. And your performance is going to go up and down, right? You're going to have good days. You're going to have maybe some bad days and your performance is going to fluctuate over time. But during that time, your self-worth is staying exactly the same as always hundred percent. And the, the times when your gymnasts are struggling is when they're attaching their performance to their self-worth, when they believe that their self-worth decreases when they fall. Or their self-worth is decreasing when they're not making a lineup. And so when their self-worth is attached to their performance, they are going to have a lot of highs and lows. And I want to point out, it can be just as dangerous when someone is, you know, putting all their self-worth when they do good. It's like this amazing, if you've followed um, Michael Phelps at all, he kind of talks about how like in this Olympics, he was doing amazing and all of his self-worth was in that. So then when he didn't have that anymore, he didn't know what to put his worth in. So attaching it to the highs and to the lows, um, can be difficult for a gymnast and for an athlete and being able to create confidence in a way where you're a hundred percent always worthy. And it doesn't matter on your performance is going to help your athlete have more confidence. Okay. Amy, do you want to talk about how this kind of, we always are talking about the model, right? And Mm -hmm. I really want Amy to describe how this fits into our model that we're making. So the simplest way that I like to think of this is putting self-worth in the C-line. The C-line circumstance line in the model. Um, If you don't remember the the model, just go back to, I don't know which episode it is, Allie, but we have, we talk. (laughs) We have a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, but in the in the very first line of the model, the self-coaching model, the circumstance line is neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just a fact. We like to say they're just facts, right? And I do absolutely believe that self-worth is just a fact. When the baby is born, we don't look at the baby and say, I wish that baby could read faster. I wish that that baby could run faster. Why is that baby taking so long? It's just a baby is enough. The baby is enough on the very first breath. Baby is enough, you know, always just enough. And that's how I like to think of everybody. And so when I go and I, for us, it's a little different. We're not competing anymore, but like when Allie is coaching, she is enough as a coach because she's enough as a human. And if she tries to say, well, if I was a better coach, then I'd be happier. Well, then we're going to have a lot of different emotional and and mental mindset issues. So self-confidence or self-worth for me goes in the C line, it's a neutral. And then what I think about that is essentially what we're saying is um, if we put our performance as the most important thing, our thoughts about our performance are gonna change how we feel about us. And we are just enough, that is just the fact to me. If I, I like to put this as the C line, just it's a neutral, it's a fact. And I like to say, your worth is non-negotiable. So when somebody tries to say I'm not enough, I look at them and I literally just said this to a woman the other day. I'm like, well, that's not negotiable because we're all enough. We're all 100% amazing and nothing outside of us can change that. No performance can make that more or less. Um, it's something that is for me very basic, very easy, but sometimes it's hard for us to wrap our heads around. Do we really believe that? Which is what we talk, you know, we're, it's believing new things. And it's a, a beautiful, like Ali said, Coach Ali said, a segue into just the self-confidence, learning to believe new things, learning to recognize that there's things that are just, just essentially for me, a truth. It's just a fact. And I'm not going to debate it because when I debate it is when I start going, wait, I don't feel good about myself. Well, there's no reason not to. Because it is a truth. It's a neutral. I don't know if that helps or if that makes it worse for you guys. For me, it's very simple in my head. I just put it in the C line. It's just, an, it's just a neutral. We are enough. We are of value. We are a hundred percent. And we like to, one other example is um, we like to use uh, for you coaches. If you have athletes that kind of go up and, up and down emotionally, it's oftentimes because like Ali said, they're attaching their result to who they are as a human being. If they're enough, then they would perform better. If they perform better then they're enough, none of that's true. They just are enough. They just are great. Their performance is not going to change their worth ever. But we like to say, Hey, if we had two I, I like to use hundred dollar bills. I know Stacy, we all use different amounts. <laughs> if we have one that's just crumpled and gross and messy and ripped and dirty and, and one that's super crisp and clean and perfect, what is the value of each hundred dollar bill? There is no difference. They're both the same value. And if we have one that can like the, the um, bill can do flips and can do cool things. And the other one just sits there and lays there on the table, which ones have more worth? There's no difference. They're both the same worth. That's essentially an easy visual. So if you're trying to teach this to your athletes, it's a nice visual. It's really easy that people can grasp on that one. Like you look at these two $20 bills or these two $50 bills or $100 bills and nothing can change their value. So I don't know, Allie, what do you have to add to that? No, I, I was actually going to bring up that exact same thing. I know coach Stacy loves uh, talking about that as well in a way where it really just gives athletes an opportunity. Like when you give them the chance to respond and being like, Ooh, when I do flips and then I drop it, 
and I fall flat on my face. How much is it worth? And they're all like a hundred dollars. Yes. <laughs> and they look at you like, kind of like you're like, you know, their sassy teenager sometimes self. And you're like, yes, exactly. I'm like, okay. So now you as a gymnast, you, your worth is a hundred percent. And then you go to a meet and you fall. Like, what is your worth now? And they like, a struggle sometimes to respond to that. And they're like, how come it was so easy with a hundred dollar bill? And it's not so easy when you're talking about your self-worth. And so, and even injured athletes, sometimes it's really helpful being like, okay, you as a human, you're worthy a hundred percent. Okay. Now you're standing there, the same exact human with a broken leg. What is your worth? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, but I can't do all these things that usually make me feel like I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, but that's not the point. You're still hundred percent worthy. And so I think it's really, really important to use this visual with athletes and start to get them to understand how it applies to them in their gymnastics. And even in school, like, okay, you received an A on this assignment and a C on this assignment. How is your worth different in each of these two scenarios? Right. The answer is it's not. And when they can start to separate that and they can feel worthy, no matter what, imagine the confidence that they're going to have because they're not worried that how they perform is going to make them feel like a horrible, not worthy person. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we have talked through different examples, but just like getting them to apply this in gymnastics now. And if you bring up things like, okay, I fell on my dismount. Okay. What is your worth right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got a nine, five on your routine. What is your worth right now? Mm-hmm. Cause they start attaching scores to their worth. And that's even gets me even more because that's based on a judge's opinion. I mean, you could do the exact same routine in 10 different places and get 10 different scores. Yeah. Yeah. And so being able to start separating it from scores as well. Okay. Amy, what do you have to add to this? Anything? Well, the only thing I was thinking is, is for coaches specifically as well is when you feel like your worth is tied to your ability to get your athletes to perform in some way, or your worth is tied to your parents' happiness, or your worth is, you know, anything your worth is tied to the relationships outside of gym and you bring it into the gym. It's going to change how you show up. And when you change how you show up, you're going to get different results. Now, this is about your life. So when you can put your own worth, this is a really good practice for adults, too, is essentially what I'm saying. As adults, we struggle with this all the time. And if we can separate us as a human being, that we're 100% valuable, we're 100% lovable, we're 100% of worth. If we can separate those facts from like today my car broke down and then this happened and then my and my team isn't even ready for competition season they're not even getting their routines together and I've given them all this time and we had it all laid out and we tried to you know that the story that we tell about those facts makes us feel like we just must not be good coaches well that's not true it's just you've separate or you've you've uh, attached which I like that that phrase you've attached something outside of you to who you are as a human human being and so keep separating keep working on separating hey no I am 100% valuable I'm hundred percent amazing. And my worth doesn't change because something outside of me isn't the way I expected it to be. That's something for all of us to work on as coaches too, and to teach our athletes. And I really do think that using the bills because everybody understands the value of money is a simple way for us to kind of wrap our head around it. So, yeah. 
Yes. And just, I just want you to imagine too, like if you had an athlete, <laughs> you had a dog. Usually it's my dog. So <laughs> I'm feeling good this time. Yeah. Um, but if you have an athlete that is a, maybe a nervous competitor and they were about to get on their event and they looked at you and they were like, no matter how this routine turns out, I know I'm a hundred percent worthy as a person. Can you like feel the, the weight come off even like that pressure. Like when you go into a situation and you're just like, I'm a hundred percent worthy. And you believe that no matter what happens here. I mean, that just takes away so much of that pressure we put on ourselves and gives you that relief. And that's going to allow you and open you up to this confidence that you're looking for. So this is really that first step to even allowing that part of it. And I'm super excited to teach you about our next, um, pillars of self-confidence because it's just basically continuing to believe in you as a person rather than looking to your outside or to the other things around you to find confidence and to find value because it's all where it needs to be with you. So follow along this month. Remember we are at Gymnastics Mindset Academy now. So if you want to check out more or learn more about how to apply these tools, you can go to gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. And we're always posting more tips and tricks and like little things about each of these tools each week. So follow along and uh, ask us questions. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you and your gymnasts have productive practices and confident competitions. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you and your gymnasts can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach gymnasts and their parents and coaches in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for gymnasts to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your gym or your gymnast success, their mind. Check us out at gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.